0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Emily has rejoined us in the Eastern Time Zone. She is back from her trip. Maybe that will be incorporated into one of our segments today, but you'll have to listen to the whole episode. you are got to listen to the whole thing to find out. Can't have you quitting halfway through. So we took a week off last week. Hopefully you enjoyed our gin throwback episode I enjoyed listening to it again because that was quite a night, but glad to have you back. It is Monday night. We are going to have this live, not live. We'll have this for you up in the feed tomorrow, but uh, it's not five o'clock here. It is five o'clock somewhere. Matt, you really stumped me at least this week with what I was going to drink. And I did a lot more research than I usually do. So tell us what web you've woven
1: yeah, that's that's a great intro. I uh, I do feel a little discombobulated. I was talking to Jeremy like I usually speak to you Wahoos, at least like you know at least once a week when we film, and so it's kind of threw me off like not having filmed for two weeks. I also I think I was pretty drunk when I called this as an audible for our last actual one because I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but I think the request was a cocktail with some sort of fortified wine or like apertif. I think that's sort of the the intention behind it. I am uh, I'm definitely cheating today. Well I'm not cheating because it's it's by the book. <laughs> I but... so
0: you used vermouth.
1: <laughs> so I used vermouth. Exactly. So I made a beautiful giant uh, Manhattan. And so Vermouth is that listen, that, that is it is factually following the rules. It's definitely not very imaginative. I think I think two weeks ago in my drunken stupor I was thinking like oh maybe I'll find a cocktail that uses like a port or something did not happen so I am sitting pretty with a Manhattan which is sort of my um standard morning coffee these days <laughs> um but I'm actually more interested in what you two have done so let's do let's do our little world traveler em, What do you, what do you got
2: I I'm gonna admit it to you guys I'm gonna admit it on air I flubbed um, this cocktail is just a reiteration of what I did last time, which was an autumnal cocktail, total Mia culpa. Uh, as I was telling Nate, before we began recording, I landed on the East coast after a 10 day road trip and subsequent, uh, getaway weekend in LA, uh, 6 AM this morning. I have had about 20 minutes of sleep. Um, which were minutes I stole because I literally had to pull my car over driving from Boston to Maine because I was feeling too woozy. Uh, So I was just not, I wasn't in it to win it guys. I'm sorry. I just didn't have the time or the bandwidth to get out and get creative. So so no fortified wine for me tonight. I am drinking a delicious uh, old fashioned, which is, you know, kind of my, my standard. So I'm here. I've got liquor in front of me. I have your beautiful mugs in front of me as well. It's all I could ask for. It's
1: all that matters. And also, I love, I love, I think that we're going to have to make sure we align on our, our nomenclature here. Some people would call it a road trip. I, what I would call it is a bender. You basically went on a, like a 12 day bender.
0: <laughs> Fear and loathing. Like,
1: yeah, I think it's cute that you call it a road trip. Like it's like with your family.
2: Semantics, Semantics Matthew.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't, listen, I, we, and hopefully we will get into some of that because I have, I sat privy to it. I actually was very lucky. I got to see my dear Emily in person before she uh, and our friend Bleep um, went on their road trip. And um, it was definitely a bender. I mean, I think we were getting getting, um, lunch or brunch before they were literally leaving for the road trip just uh, in New York. And her uh, travel companion was sucking back bottomless mimosas. So, I, it, I mean, that's how it started. We know how it ends. <laughs> um, Nate, what are you drinking, big boy?
0: Well, I was also lost on these previous weekends when we weren't recording. So I did try for our listeners. I want you to know I tried repeatedly to hang out with Matt last weekend. He, ref- he This most recent weekend, he refused. He was very unclear and shady about what his plans were. I don't think he had any, but he didn't want to hang out with me. Anyways, God. it's good to be back in the routine, um, but the fortified, wine, so I was actually doing legit research and I, I did think that it would be easier, but it turns out that if you want to use port or Sherry or another wine or fortified wine spirit, whatever, all the drinks that were readily searchable online were super complicated. They're mm-hmm. making at least what I was looking at. So I got lucky. I found something towards the end of what was a frustrating research process of a port wine cocktail that is bourbon, two parts bourbon, one part port, some lemon juice and some simple syrup. I thought it was going to be disgusting. It's actually pretty good. It has a pretty nice color to it. Is it like on ice? That actually sounds really good. Is it on ice or is it cold? It's, uh, It's chilled. It's not on, I chilled it on ice and then poured it out into the, so it's like a, it's an up drink. I just don't have a martini glass. It's actually much better than I thought it was. And the best part of it is that I went to my liquor store that I've been shitting on continuously for our podcast, but they had a half bottle. That was one of my concerns is that port, it tends to be kind of expensive. I mean, the bottom shelf port, which is probably the most disgusting shit you can drink is not expensive, but normal port is usually kind of expensive. So I was going to bite the bullet and get a, you know, usually, but they had a half bottle, not a full bottle. So it wasn't, it wasn't breaking the bank, but, uh, it's tasty. So I'm branching out. I made a little cocktail for myself this evening. So
1: two questions. Well, one's a statement question. I have a statement and I have a question statement is I did shit the bed this weekend with my (laughs) boyfriend and Nate.
0: Oh, I'm not actually mad. No, I know,
1: yes, yeah, you are. He's for our listeners, he's crying. He's weeping. <laughs> um we we and then I'll maybe I'll tell you this later. We we ended up we were gonna see we were gonna maybe hang out on Saturday. We ended up seeing a bunch of houses that took too long and then Jeremy and I got in a fight, it was a whole thing. But two <laughs> um I I don't even remember what two was. Two That was supposed is, to be the question. Yeah, what was the question gonna be? Doesn't really matter, honestly. At this point, where I've already had a Manhattan, so we're let's. So just you're to your going.
0: second big, big boy. On I'm, I'm, I'm my second, I was I was feeling really tired. Um,
1: but I was I did have a question. It doesn't matter. Nobody. This is you'll think not, of it in
0: 25 yeah. to 30 minutes at a completely yeah. inopportune time during someone right. else's monologue. Right. Exactly. And
1: he
2: just scream it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. All right.
2: We're gonna call that panties in a bunch.
0: I mean, that's why. That's why my panties are a bunch. Of, your panties get twisted up a lot. So, I have two potential panties in a bunch, and one of them I did some quick research on before the pod, and I realized that I am wrong about it. I just was looking for something to be furious about. but it turns out that <laughs> it turns out that my information was totally made up in my head. So I would have
1: I, put, put money on that.
0: So real quick is I'm getting really upset. There's not more new content in terms of movies, TV shows have been doing a pretty good job, but I realize that in particular, I'm just focused on this fucking James Bond movie that they won't release. Like I'm never going back to a movie theater ever. So they can release whatever they want to the theater. I'm just waiting for it to be on demand and they're just, Yanking everybody's chain with this freaking Bond movie. I love Bond movies. Sean Connery's passing got me extra back in the mode. But so then I was doing some research to complain to you guys that no movies are coming out. And then I realized through a very quick research process that most movies have actually come out on demand. And James Bond is the only one that's not the only one, but it's one of the few holdouts. So that was going to be my panties in a bunch, but I can't really complain to our wide listening audience of 25 to 34-year-old women about James Bond. So I have another one, which is probably more apropos to you guys. So election week, we all know we're all on this podcast at least happy about what happened. And this, this is not what you think it's going to be. So Saturday was the day that they announced Biden's victory. We all know it's the victory, although there's some haters out there. But I heard from multiple people, oh, you got to watch Saturday Night Live tonight. You know, Dave Chappelle. I love Dave Chappelle. You got to watch Saturday Night Live. So I'm like, all right, if I'm up, what what time does it start? Eleven midnight. It could have been any time. I don't even know. At that point on Saturday night, it could have been any time. But we had a friend over, and we're chilling, and then we're gonna watch Saturday Night Live. But she had to leave and my wife had to go to bed. So I found myself alone for Saturday Night Live and I enjoyed Chappelle's monologue and the first part of the show. But then as, Sat- and I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in years, but as it goes on and on, the commercial breaks become so offensively long and there's one segment, one bit in between commercial breaks and the commercial breaks take forever and then they tease you They cut to some New York City street scene and play the Saturday Night Live horns and and then it goes back to commercial. So I watched his monologue. I watched two or three skits and then I couldn't take it anymore. It was just commercial after commercial. And I was celebrating the day. So I wasn't in a completely comprehensive, coherent state of mind. But then I just turned on Law and Order and they have less commercials than freaking Saturday Night Live. So I was annoyed. I thought it was my glorious return to Saturday Night live. I don't know if you guys watch it. I hadn't watched it in years, but that was incredibly infuriating to me. And I was very bunched up about it. Not going to lie. I, I get it. I have two points. One,
1: I'm really glad that you ended up finding someone to hang out with on Saturday. So I'm not going to lose any. <laughs> my wife, <about> yeah.
0: <laughs> she you know, has used to I heard- hang out with, she no, has no, no, to no. hang I- out with me. <laughs>
1: I heard we had a friend over, so obviously there was a, there was a B, I, was, I don't know if I was on the A-list, the B-list, or the C-list, but we're going to get into that later. I agree with you on the Saturday Night Live. I, um, the last time I watched it, it was a similar structure where they do those little they, commercial break, they come back, it's a vignette, but it, and then it goes back to commercial break. I you know as, as with most things in this world, I will completely rage with you i'll even i will even add more chips to the table jeremy and i i scream at him almost daily because there is a um a show a news show it's i don't know what it's called but it's with david muir i don't know if you guys know it's like on abc whatever but i scream at him because it literally is an hour of them you know making this like very dangerous like 12 million people may die in the next week more up next and then they will cut to a commercial and then they'll come back and david muir who's the host he'll say another 17 million may die more up next." and it literally is an hour of teasers with no content whatsoever and then <laughs> and then you like and then you blink and it's like we'll
0: see you all next week
1: and it literally there's no content it is just these like teasers and it is infuriating so Are you sure
0: that you didn't fall asleep for 40 minutes of the the, the heart of the show? That is is
1: possible. I am sure. But I do that whole idea of like, all we have right now is content. Like people like report on something, but it is this like weird vignette. I've not watched Saturday Night Live like in full, but I do remember like from when I was like, even like when I was a kid, when I was younger, um, being really hyper aware of the fact that they would come back from a commercial with those weird saxophony vignettes yeah. of some street on New York and then like go back to commercial it's like, do
0: that. Just make the commercial break longer. It just yeah, infuriated yeah, yeah. me more. Throw, throw that on the tail end of the thing or the opening of the next bit. But just, I was like, Oh good. It's back. Shit is back. I'm not angry anymore. Nope. And then it just goes right back into a fucking preparation age commercial. I guess that's yeah. a testament to who's watching Saturday night live these days, but I don't know. Emily, have you, when was the last time you watched Saturday night live?
2: um a week ago we were actually <laughs> i'm an in hot <laughs> uh, well i remember it specifically because john Mullaney was hosting and, and and i um bleep road trip friend were in a hotel room in pittsburgh don't recommend
0: many, many stories <laughs> that start with we were in a hotel room in pittsburgh don't end with we're watching saturday night live
2: listen it was we were we were under duress one way or another so don't worry about it
1: so the story began it's not where it ended
2: (laughs) it listen pittsburgh's a slippery slope that's all i'm gonna say but um yeah john mulaney was hosting and so i had seen that i love him he's probably my top my top three to five favorite comedians easy probably top three and so uh, I, he frequently hosts, but I'm not a, an avid or even frequent SNL watcher. Like I catch the highlights. There are like specific skits that I've seen over and over again because they're, like I love Kate McKinnon. Um, and so I'll like, I'll watch her skits just whenever I need a hit of serotonin. Um, but I'm not like an avid or even frequent watcher unless there's something of note. And um, I didn't notice the commercials in specific but it was my first time watching network tv in like a really long time because I just stream everything at home so whenever I watch network tv I am like startled by commercial breaks and I'm always like why are these so frequent I just I don't know it it is an like I feel very old I feel very elderly to be irritated by something so banal but um I didn't notice that specific cadence because like I said I don't watch it enough but yeah it's just I What's, you know, there should be a better way to, to handle this now at this point.
0: Everyone, and I just think that they blew the opportunity because, I mean, I don't even know what channel it's on, but one of the network, NBC, ABC, NBC, someone NBC, is screaming right. into their net. Well, not that this is live, but yeah, so we're, I was watching, it was just a perfect parlay from watching all of Biden's speech and all that coverage and all the aftermath of that into just oh here's Saturday Night live on the same channel probably and and I, I get why they would want to show more ads but I was just very drunk and very angry but I guess you guys are used to that at this point.
1: I mean I, I will cope but I will as is often the case I will co-sign it is aggravating and I think that we are only you know gonna continue to see that like bullshit leveraging of you know commercials but that's another podcast. So you are heard. We love you. We respect you. He's we just, are here for you.
0: <laughs> this means you guys didn't like this panties in a bunch because Matt's just trying. To, he's placating me because he wants nah, to move on. He, he knows he's next. He's no, been he's, waiting two weeks. He's been waiting two weeks to tell us what bullshit he's been watching. So now he's just trying to shuffle me off the stage. He's um,
2: helping you with your affirmations. He's just he's supporting you.
0: Yeah, which I need. So you're queued up, pal. I want
1: to call it, like, the cue. Queued up. What do you listen to? What are you consuming? What do you want? What are you watching?
0: That's my cue. He takes a long uh-huh. sip of his you know, of his you Manhattan know his and stares into the camera longingly. Mm-hmm. That's why he
2: didn't put that gulp. He was priming himself.
1: A big old gulp. Um, so I have been, because I have not be, I, I've been able to, you know, meaningfully connect with my Two friends here. I've been watching a lot of shit. I've been watching and consuming a lot of different stuff. I, I really hope I didn't bring this up before. I don't think I did. It, honestly, the weeks, the days, the months are blending together. I'm pretty sure I didn't bring this up, but it, it could. If I did, we can just stop and we'll cut this shit right out. There is a really amazing. Um, it's a season of a show called Love on the Spectrum on Netflix. Is this familiar? Uh,
0: you've I th- you've brought it up, but I don't think you went into. Yeah, or maybe All right, it was well one of I'll, the old episodes that no one's. Heard I'll about dig
1: about. my heels in though, because it's pretty good. So basically, it is a uh, I wouldn't say reality show. It's like a docu series around young people who are on the autism spectrum and their sort of like search for love, and so it's in different formats you know, it highlights probably, I would say maybe 10 different um, people, you know, one of them, two of them are are in a relationship and have been for a number of years, both of which, both of them have autism. And then it shows like, you know, the dating process and what it looks like and how it goes through. And it is, I just, it's, it's heartwarming, it's endearing, but it also, I think highlights, and it's been a while, obviously, since I've been on the dating scene, same thing with Nate, but like, it highlights sort of like the awkwardness of, dating like even if you aren't on the autism spectrum right just like dating is fucking awkward like making small talk trying to read body cues like trying to understand people's like you know and it, it really sort of like boils it down from an autism perspective and um i i'm i used to um volunteer with um children with for children with autism and so like it's always something that's like been very like close to me i think it's very not fascinating it's like a I'm like observing them, but it's, it's an interesting perspective because they're, they like lack a lot of sort of like uh, cues on like human emotion. Like they're very pragmatic. And so, so watching a dating sort of docu-series about it is super interesting. And I'm like obsessed with it there because a lot of it's like, you know, there's one, there's one scene where (laughs) these two uh, people, and they're probably in their late twenties, like are having like very frank, candid conversations around like, oh was that awkward oh do you like me like things that you that like maybe people not on the spectrum would never ask on a first date but like because they just don't have the the cues like to realize like oh does this person like me it's just very fascinating and it's i think it's like um it's very enlightening and i it's very refreshing it's also very like one of those things where it's like very happy it's like joyful because there's so much garbage in the universe so that's what i i watched it once i started watching it again because it's just delicious i'm hoping that they will put out more seasons uh, and that's so there's one, uh what there's I one season there's one season it's a netflix original i think there's maybe like eight episodes um but it's good it's just it's really a it's any i'm a, I'm a sucker for any sort of dating show i think we've i think i've talked to you guys in one form or another about the Netflix show dating around which follows like people on first dates like I I'm just like it's fast it's like such an uncomfortable awkward situation I'm very fascinated by any sort of like real not bachelorette which we can get into in depth another time but like, right. some, like a real like, people...
0: bachelorette
1: no M doesn't are you kidding me um, she got too much sense I <laughs> recently got sucked in a little bit to Jeremy's chagrin um, only because the bachelorette in my opinion she is like the worst human and so like it's like almost like guilty just like watching her just to be terrible but we stopped because it's just it was causing a rift in
0: our relationship <laughs> um I know I you i know you look for you have been more keen on looking for shows and things to enjoy that are taking you away from the reality of this this pandemic world that we live in so I remember you mentioned this to me I don't know if it was on one of our old pods or just in passing but maybe maybe we'll check it out because we continue on that mission as well I'm just not good at it I just keep finding European murder I, shows that I know but I, <laughs> I do think that I think from I
1: think that you Nate actually over M maybe even would would actually kind of enjoy it. Like I think if you watched you and it's one of those things like it's not a narrative, it's not a linear storyline. Like you could jump in wherever, um, but I think if you watched the first episode, I think it would it would it would keep your attention. It would be, yeah, I, yeah. honestly, well, and we are definitely gonna bleep this out, but there's a lot of like awkwardness that um, like that reminds me blatantly of like a (laughs) like that like complete utter like unawareness of like them and how they're like how they're being but like I which I think you know I think he could also be on the spectrum but you'll I think I think you would if you watch the first episode Nate I think you actually would really enjoy it and I think you would probably think it was fine but
2: I muted myself Mm. Um, apparently, I was expecting to really get in, to
0: really get into a, a zone on this. She so I put her hood up. Reaction. She was like leaning back in her chair. She muted herself.
1: She might. She be has sunglasses sh- on. I think she basically <laughs> fell asleep.
2: This is a weekend at bernie's situation right now. Um, I I did take two sips of my cocktail and I'm ready to fucking fall asleep. So we're not far off.
1: Chug but the rest. I, uh-huh. Chug the rest.
2: Yeah, (laughs) then I'll just pass out. Um, Yeah, I've actually heard other people recommend Love on the Spectrum as a really heartwarming, um, definitely kind of escapist in that it's a positive message. It has positive intent. It's, you know, showcasing the the better sides of people. And I do love that kind of social experiment. Um, You know, when it's not specifically to like, make fun of people, or it's not a sch- schadenfreude kind of, you know, where it's like trying to show you people being awful to one another, or manipulative or what have you. This just seems like a genuine exploration of, of human nature. And I think it's also great that it's like destigmatizing this way of being that has been used in the derogatory for so long, when it's just having your brain work a different way. Like, fuck yeah, I'm all, I'm all the way into that. I definitely think I'm going to give it a try because- it sounds like something that'll be a really good addition to the winter roster when I need something to perk me up
1: and I think it's yeah to me it's like the whole like relationships human relationships romantic relationships specifically you know it's not just for a, a type of person right like old people have romantic relationships that you don't think about in that way like like people with disabilities or, you know what I mean? They have relationships. So I, I think it was, it's interesting to kind of see it that way. Like we, it's not a narrative we normally see, um, but it's good. I think it's good. Watch it. You'll be a better human for it. And um, that's it. So. You know what? I am all for
2: the neurodivergent storyline. I am all for the differently abled storyline. I love exploring the fabric of humanity, all those intersections I don't want to see the old people fall in love. I'm sorry. What? That's where I draw the line at the old.
1: I'm
0: sick. Of, I'm sick of old people. Oh, here we go.
1: <laughs> I'm not asking you. I'm not asking you to watch them have sex, Emily. I'm just saying that. They well, I'd be
0: more own... interested in that.
1: There we go. <laughs> okay. No, wait, so I remember my wait, I remember my question. Nathan. Oh,
0: I knew it was going to take 20 to 30 no. minutes. No cuz
1: you're you triggered me. My question was <laughs> going to be typically you small batch it in like gallon form your cocktail. So yeah. like how many gallons of
0: port cocktail do we have available to you at this point? I doubled the recipe. So I'll read I'll read you the recipe right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ugh, let me clear my throat. I just I doubled everything. So it I just opened my calculator for some reason. I'm it's not like trying it's to It's it's literally he literally has a, he has a milk
1: gallon jug that so, he has emptied out and washed out and it is healthy. It was, it, it was natural. supposed to be,
0: it, the recipe is two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of port, three quarters an ounce of lemon juice, three quarters ounce simple syrup. And I left the lemon juice and simple syrup the same and just doubled the bourbon and the port. Oh, I don't, need, I don't need those fillers. So it's like a 20 no, that's ounce not cocktail. No, it's not. It's not even, I was expecting more to be honest. Well, I have a bottle of vodka next to me. Uh, no, I have to, I have to tell this story and lighten the mood though. And you guys might yell at me and I always cut it out afterwards. But this is probably 10 years ago. I am in with this company. I won't name names. And I'm, inter, I'm internally interviewing for a promotion. And my boss is this. I mean, this is two or three levels above me. This This boss, who's the one who's, Interviewing me to make the final decision, and we're we're in this interview. He knows me; I've worked there. It's an internal interview, and we're going back and forth. It's it's this restaurant. I can't I can't even get into the full details of the the gory details, but we're talking. You know, we're just oh, like we had this rapport. We we knew each other, but he's being the professional interviewer. But we're talking about how restaurants and hospitality attracts special people and not your normal people, and we're both interested in the business side of it, but there's so many other people who are, you know, special. And like, that was just his theme. He just kept talking about how good a job I was doing with all the unique personalities and whatever. And so then we're, you know, we're finishing up, wrapping up the thing. I think it's gone really well. He's like, all right, well, listen, I'm going to think about this. I'm going to make my decision, but all I can tell you right now is we're just really happy to have you on the bus and i just reactionary said even though it's a short bus i'm glad to be on it and he Uh, just did not like that and he said well my son is autistic and i don't find that to be humorous and i was like well this couldn't have gone more (laughs) oh my god well that didn't work out for me actually he left the company and i got no i just said I'm happy to be on the short bus, you know, or whatever. But like After he said that, you're like, like, oh, well, I'm really like, first of all, he shouldn't have even said it. Second of all, I just, I'm sure I was, I don't remember exactly. I was so embarrassed, but at the same time, like that's a maybe uncouth, but this was 10 years ago. Not that (laughs) that makes it much better, but still just, we were talking about that the whole time. So I just wanted to get a chuckle out of you guys. And that's why I'm unemployed. It's no, no. I mean, listen. I think that there
1: is. I mean, there's a lot we can unpack from that. I I think that you know the the hospital. You know the the restaurant hospitality world is not necessarily one that's like super about you know PC world. So I get that, but I just it's so I mean, that is that I'm like cringy even just like thinking I know about, now
0: that you can't say stuff like that, but well, I, was, I know I know
1: I'm saying I'm, I'm cringy for you like. Having you know made that comment and then like basically watch him, he basically just backhanded you and was like, "Nope, you're not getting this job." Like, I don't know what I what I would have done. Like, I don't. That's know what a I common,
0: would've... although inappropriate, and I shouldn't have said it. I do accept that I should not have made that joke, but I was twenty two years old, so give me a break. <laughs> but at the same time, he could have not. Were at 22, People were at knew twenty three, twenty four right now. Maybe it was right it. Now. It was whatever, but that is that was not an uncommon thing for like people know what that means, although right. it is politically incorrect. People do know that that was something.
2: He did kind of walk you into it. I think talking he about me. all of he the bamboozled me. <laughs> it was the old switcheroo. He was like he. You thought you were all teed up for success, and then he just pulled the rug. Out you from imagine rug. And, and
1: and you know. Another presumably uh, straight white man pulling the rug on another straight white. Man. I mean, this is just yeah.
0: Why didn't he around? just pat me on the back and give me more money? Yeah. I mean that's how it's supposed I think that's to work. Just,
1: that's 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 how I read it when I was.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you should have
2: just let you fail comfortably upward, like every other straight white man. Yeah,
0: listen, <laughs> you're better for it, big boy. You're better for it. Take three steps back to take no steps forward. That's my <laughs> motto. <laughs> Emily, we have been ranting Walk and like- raving. Go, go ahead. I can't, I can't control myself.
2: What are we even talking about anymore? I was
0: tra- I was transitioning into I was trying to transition in into the next segment.
2: Gotcha. Um, I got really distracted by <laughs> your your cooth and your professional
0: development. Matt, what are you f- stuck on, you little bitch?
2: I am stuck on
0: what is it? Can't let go. Not. What are you stuck on? You're stuck on it. Tell me what you're stuck on.
2: Um, so I I had a lot of a lot of distractions, a lot of things that I got stuck on over the last 7 or 10 days, you know, as we discussed, I was on this trip. Um, there are there are a lot of things that I wanted to mention that I noticed being out and about in the world, you know, for the first time, especially the pandemic world. But my most recent favorite thing to think about and talk about which I can't I just I just can't leave off the table especially with you guys is our sitting president's recent press conference held at
0: the <laughs> force <laughs> well
1: no no it was his it was his lawyers right like to be fair he was it's, he was not there
2: his administ- I'm sorry it was his administration <laughs> no. uh, who Uh, so so president Donald. calm down
0: matt don't fact check her i'm just i just want to make
1: sure i just listen i don't want to i don't want to you know our 70 million listeners like backlash her because she
2: they were there on his behalf speaking on behalf of his administration so it's the implication you know it's the the relationship is implied but there is this con i i assume it was a conflation i don't know if the campaign has addressed it and explained or tried to justify what happened but essentially, what we all assume happened is that the Trump admin tried to book a presser at the Four Seasons Hotel, the luxury property that we're all so familiar with, and booked it instead at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping in the same beautiful city that is apparently between like a mortuary and a sex shop or something.
1: Four, Four Seasons Tackle and Bait, uh, <laughs> Dildo Factory, and... yeah
2: my friends and i have actually already shorthanded it to fstl and ah. we know we know what we're talking about when we talk about fstl and it is the gift that keeps the internet is obsessed with this and it's 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 transcended bipartisanship i swear to god like you don't need to be
0: <laughs> well everybody hates giuliani
2: right you don't need to be in favor of one administration over the other or you know favor one candidate over the other the fact that there was that fucking evil little troll standing in front of a makeshift podium with a bunch of like nine by 12 trump signs slapped to the garage door behind him in what was clearly a a terrible miscommunication that really like
0: really just made i mean there's no way i i know about this i just haven't read the gory details i mean maybe you guys haven't either because whatever But it definitely was a mistake by whoever booked it, right? I mean, there's no other reason that it was at the landscaping company. Like it definitely was supposed to be at the Four Seasons Hotel. There's no disputing that fact.
2: I mean, the Four Seasons published a statement, like an official statement saying we are not affiliated with this event. So like they clearly had no intention of ever hosting it. So I'm not sure how a miscommunication that agreed. It's like straight out of Arrested Development. Like it is...
1: (laughs) I think it was a it was it was a staffer, right? It was like it was a staffer asked to book, you know, things are moving really quickly with this situation and I and what the way I understand it from is that you know, they were asked to book. They weren't clear. You know, you got to imagine a staffer could be a well, I don't want to get two in the weeds might have been me but no you know this the staffer was probably you know a 19 year old um straight
0: male
1: (laughs) straight male that like you know came
0: They just botched his interview for a higher position
1: well and they probably just said like book this (laughs) i'm just saying i agree i think though that this really could offer especially in, in like the COVID 19 times I mean, think about the opportunity that this could provide for like D.C. Sod and Grass or like <laughs> New York, um, like Tent Poles United. Like there there could be a lot of things that like for, you know, that we could, that, a lot of different areas that people could host different types of.
2: I am all for supporting small business, oh, you yeah. know, especially in this economically depressed time. I do have the the Four Seasons Total Landscaping Inc. did publish a statement that I'll I'll read you an excerpt from because it is just chef's kiss. Oh, yes. um, but I have found I think I've hunted <laughs> down every single internet and every single meme about Four Seasons Total Landscaping that exists on the internet. There are many of them.
0: Listeners, um, please keep keep in mind that this is her stuck on it, and she has just gone on a ten day road trip across the country with one of her best <laughs> friends and experience things that we all can only hope to experience but she is yeah. stuck on for i'm i i love it i love it
2: i mean what like what the hell else do you do in the car for seven eight hours when you're just sitting there like driving through nebraska you look at memes this gave yeah, me true. hours of of enjoyment I loved Omaha. I went to a fantastic French restaurant there, inexplicably. We had some really insightful, meaningful conversations um, as we hauled ass across the country. But nothing has brought me as much joy as this fucking debacle.
1: <laughs> for trouble, for trouble, yeah. maybe.
2: Just because it's so absurd, it is something. It is, it's just so absurd. It's just something out of, like, you know, I already said Arrested Development, but
1: like Parks and Rec like this is like a perfect direction it's a funny comedy of errors which i i totally agree it's just like how did this how did we get here
2: and like if you want to get like i can dissect it or analyze it like you know till the cows come home but like it's so innocent you know what i mean like there's so much that is so shameful or cringy or you know downright evil about the the political scrum today and this is just a goof and like there's nothing i love more than a goof and Give
0: give us the press release
2: so this isn't a press release this is a facebook post (laughs) (laughs)
0: same thing nowadays
2: but this is you know as as close as as good old fstl will get to a press release they said four seasons total landscaping is a family-owned small business run by lifelong philadelphians we were honored to be asked to host a press conference at our facility so they're like owning it right up front like there's no hiding (laughs) it Giuliani's like out to dry We thank all of those who have shown support for our business. And while we understand the negative comments, it saddens us that we have to receive such harsh, harsh judgment, which fair. I mean,
0: yeah, they shouldn't get in trouble.
2: Well, no, but people, you know, it's more judgment than trouble. Our team at Four Seasons would have probably hosted any presidential candidates campaign at our business. We strongly believe in America and in democracy. We hope that our fellow Americans can join together and support all local small businesses during this time. that's great a masterful pivot at the end there
0: yeah my favorite is
2: the finisher for those interested in purchasing shirts our website will have a merchandise tab uploaded by monday morning just bear with us
0: i will buy
1: something no but that's true it's just like holidays can you imagine the stock of, of companies like like uh waldorf st louis tile and mercantile right like (laughs) like or like uh, like uh, ritz um kansas city barbecue it's like this whole like sort of idea of like they picked the wrong ritz they picked the wrong four seasons they picked the wrong i mean the stock must be going through the roof but i think i know it's i don't think they're publicly traded well but you never know you never know listen listen I'm yeah and I'm also I'm tired of you New York City elitists
0: you know what I mean I'm not I I can't get a job so uh, it is it is
1: I, I I'm, I'm with you I'm on that that was that uh, that's been uh...
0: no but I get I get what you're saying is there they should ride the high of this publicity stunt but who picked up the phone when someone called and said hey this is this is Mikey from the Donald <laughs> This is Timmy from Donald Trump's campaign. I'm in middle school, but we want to book. We want to book the Four Seasons because we heard your fancies. Someone at the Four Seasons could have then been like, "You realize we're a landscaping company, right?" But they probably thought, "Great, come on, They come have
1: on down." The
2: Audacity to ride with it, and their fortunes will be forever changed. One way. That's again.
1: true. That's true. We're like,
2: what? Let's see what happens. Just total chaotic neutral. Let's just wait and see what
1: happens.
0: And then they went forward with the press conference. They didn't. Well, they, they could not. I mean, what do you mean the they could have? Can't. But even if they, they could have just changed location to some park or something, no. But, they just but, did it in no, front they, of the landscaping company. It had a shop thing. to the left and the gas station to the right. It had become I a thing by that point, right? Like you can't. You, you gotta just keep
1: going.
2: I did wonder about that. I'm like, they couldn't have. They couldn't have like just quickly found like an alter, like a public park somewhere like it was it was curious but
0: well i heard that antifa is running giuliani's press so they probably made my god all right so we're gonna keep it moving i'm gonna volunteer
1: myself because i really want to i want to nate needs a moment to sober up my um what is it called I when i'm stuck on oh oh so, because we have had two weeks, two full weeks off, which has been horrific, I've been going through withdrawal, one of those was Halloween. And so, um, oh, yeah. Jeremy and I went to um, my, you know, my best friend's, or one of our really good friend's homes, for a very small, small, they they all have kids, um, a small, like, Halloween get together, because obviously the kids can't go trick-or-treating, and, you know, they're like um seven you know they're like under the age of seven so like this is when it like matters so our friends um they actually got a bounce house in their backyard there was only like four families there including jeremy and i so it was very small but i am um uh and we are i guess we are like the gay uncles to one of my best friend's daughter and then like so every time we come to a party. I feel the need to like bring like the biggest present, the most ridiculous thing, like ruin their couch, burn down the house. Like that's, that's like my, MO. how did you so,
0: ruin their couch?
1: Well, no, but I'm saying, so like, la- the last time did we went over their house, we, we bought, no, listen, we, we brought like a uh, poppers, like um, uh celebration poppers of confetti in their backyard. So like, there's like plastic everywhere. There was confetti everywhere. We got to leave. Um, this time we ended up bringing because it was Halloween and we wanted to make it special for them. Um, we bought four pinatas, filled those fuckers full with candy. So
2: well, that's a one and... to one pinata to child ratio.
1: Yes. Well, because well, in my <laughs> mind, and when we, Jeremy and I, were, I mean, we spent hundreds of dollars on pinatas. <laughs> But in my mind, I'm like, you know, what happens if someone hits the pinata and it breaks? Like, there's other kids there. You know what I mean? So, meanwhile, it took uh, them two hours to get through. They were they were
2: tearing at them with their teeth by the end of it.
1: Well, you wait. So, brought these pinatas, um, set them up. The first one went down normal, as you would imagine. Like, a, there's a baseball bat. You hit it. Took them probably like 20 turns. The second one went down i guess the wire was hit off the tree and i swear to god it was like lord of the flies these children <laughs> went went after this piñata this headless it was it was a um, it was a unicorn piñata the head had been knocked off and there was a unicorn body and i saw one of our one of our adoptive nieces run up with like a guttural scream she she picked it up over her head as if to slam down like in a like a sort of like a savage like i'm gonna kill it and like watch them just basically descend on this pinata it was like nothing i've ever seen in my entire life i was like so fascinated everyone all the parents were like oh yeah it's normal i've never seen something like that and we're talking like six seven eight year olds it was like i i have not been able to oh those go. are
0: but they're bigger kids
1: oh but but just the level of intensity with which they were tearing through it it was like lord of the flies it was like they were ready and then uh, the only thing i will say too which i'm sure i'm in the wrong order but when we first got there um one of our the the adoptive nieces said like is there candy in all of them and like i jokingly it was like well there's candy in one of them. There's, I don't know, so there's like toys in one of them. There's bird poop in one of them. And there's vegetables in another one. Like I just like made like a, a coy statement. So after they ripped down the first one and destroyed that motherfucker, I, they were hitting the second one before they went Lord of the Flies on it. And um, one of the kids said to the other kid, like, I want to get the candy. And And the little girl said, no, no. One of them has bird poop. <laughs> one of them has vegetables, one of them. I mean, but they're so I was just like it made me feel very much like I thought it was like a light, like fun, and it was so much fun. They had such a great time, but I, but these kids are savages. They're fucking smart. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen in the
0: next. Um, they sound like movie. Republicans. But, oh children
2: are born. we forget that children are born feral. and right we, we spend, you know <laughs> our entire lives like, domesticating ourselves but it was but they, the, they're wild animals they, they the, yeah limb limb from limb it, pinata
1: the, the, the funny part was like watching the parents because you know jeremy and i are just we get to jump in the parents probably don't give a friends. fuck no the, but but the parents were sort of just like i would say i wouldn't say used to but they're like yeah that's what happens mm-hmm. but i swear to god the look of like fury in these kids eyes when they were ripping apart this like pinata to me, it was shocking, but the parents were literally like, yeah, this is what happens. Like, I'm I'm sure this is what happens with them at breakfast. I'm sure it's what happens with them. <laughs> like, but it was like, it was, it was, I, I, I have not been, and I told Jeremy, I was like, I guess we should just buy a bunch of pinatas because it was the, the biggest success. These kids were ravenous over it.
2: Pinatas are great. I love a pinata. And it's like not ever gotten old. Like I aged out of pinatas before I got tired of them.
1: Well, I was gonna say, like Nate, when I'm God's godfather to your child, I you have to
0: hang children, out for that to happen. Well, <laughs> <laughs> will, wait, how old were they? They were like what you said—they were eight, nine years old.
1: Uh, no, like um, there was there was like three-year-old, four-year-old, six-year-old, seven, seven. So they, were like, the, yeah. so
0: they were they were they were across the age spectrum. But
1: just watching, just watching this little, this six-year-old girl pull the, pin, the, the, light, the headless um, unicorn pinata above her head and like have this guttural rage as she smashed it on the steps while like all the children were like <laughs> chanting. It was truly magical.
0: I'm glad you had that experience with children. I didn't realize they let you near elementary schools these days.
1: Yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I got that! I got that!
0: Emily's laughing, but she's too far away from the microphone for it to pick up on it. So for our listeners, no. Also, she's not
1: laughing. She's she's actually asleep. She's (laughs) like (laughs) she's just (laughs) nodding. I was snoring. It was a
2: light snore that sounded like a like a chuckle.
0: So you guys have gone through politics and childbearing and child rearing and really things that could be explored deeply. Mine is much simpler. I am stuck on. So Thanksgiving is coming up. It is literally my favorite holiday and I want, I want to bake something or I have a friend's giving. I have my in-laws Thanksgiving. I have my parents Thanksgiving. So I just decided instead of cooking a savory dish, I want to bake. I don't know, I don't know why I made this decision. I was probably shit faced when I made it. But I'm stuck on that you can't get so garlic powder, onion powder, other spices. Yeah, give me give me the big jar. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna use it. But baking spices, which you have no reason to use unless you are baking. Pies every day, multiple times a day. I don't want a four ounce jar of cinnamon. I don't want a four ounce jar of nutmeg. And they all cost $10. I don't get it. Why can't we just get many little things of spices? It's been frustrating because I told everyone I know when I was drunk for some reason that I'm going to make this pumpkin cheesecake. And now my wife is telling everyone and now I have to make it so I had to buy this pan, I had to buy this pot, and now I have to get all these <laughs> spices. So I'm just, so I'm, I'm you, stuck God. on the fact that I can't get a small jar of cinnamon. I have like, not a jar, what's the right word for it? A little thing. No,
1: no, as per <laughs> usual, Nate has just taken what he's stuck on and and as a continuation- It's a panties
0: in a bunch, it's a mini yeah. This, this a is a mini panties.
1: Difficult. He's always angry. They're
2: little panties. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And also you can get smaller jars. Where?
0: I've looked if everywhere. You don't
1: shop at Target. Like there go to a grocery store. They'll give you a small I'll I'm honestly. Can you I come in and with,
0: help me? Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Well maybe <laughs> this weekend I'll rectify. But no, there are plenty of places. I'm also fascinated that you chose to make a pumpkin cheesecake. That is like the A pumpkin most- pie
0: cheesecake that doesn't sound delicious to you. It sounds good.
2: That's a really specialty dessert. Like cheesecake, have you, cheesecakes take effort.
0: Yeah, I'm doing it. Well, I'm committed now because I've told everyone I know when I was blackout that I'm doing this. Pumpkin pie cheesecake. I have to make the crust. It's ginger snaps. It's walnuts. I'm fucked. It's not
1: that much. I just think it's, that. well, and I guess I'm also, for our listeners, I'm outnumbered here because I am basically surrounded by two um, pumpkin spice latte fiends this is true i am and so that but that's why for me i was like that doesn't sound good but then and now i realized like oh that's why
2: i tried to parlay a, a chocolate pumpkin cheesecake out of someone the other day and chocolate
0: did... pumpkin cheesecake that sounds good
2: i know i'll send you the <laughs> recipe maybe you can <laughs> <I> <laughs> just blacked
0: me. out for a second <laughs> it's it's his, it's his
2: a slippery slope. this is how it happens one food 52 recipe at a time. Um, yeah, cheesecakes, you could do like a bath. You have like, you, well, obviously you already have the spring form pan. You said you got that, but spice doesn't travel well. Spices
1: are the least of your concern.
0: Well, I'm bringing it to Jersey.
1: <laughs> That's an interesting. Oh, at the, at the Friends Giving that I was, okay, okay,
2: okay.
0: All right. I'll be All curious.
2: Right. I do, on a serious note, I recommend like a trial run, at least one trial run to to try and
1: figure out your strategy next weekend i
0: need to next look weekend. into this thing where you get the cheesecake a bath
1: <laughs> wait also <laughs> no, okay. emily emily this is what you do also though hold on just want to like i i should have led with this i suppose we have a very historic moment coming up in the white house we have several
0: well we have a big historic moment because i beat you in fantasy football this week
1: yeah, he beat me by 0.2 points and was bloating about it. Um, History has been
2: made but, twice over this week. What'd you say? History has been made twice over this week.
1: I know, right? <laughs> um, but I will say, and this is for you, Nathan, a resident Jew, it is the first Jewish person in the White House.
0: Who's Jewish?
1: Kamala's husband, Doug. Oh, Dougie Fresh? Yeah, but the first, but isn't that kind of weird though? The first Jew, ever? No, it
2: took, uh, it took them however long to get Kent to get a Catholic in office, and that was still an
1: effing scandal. That's weird though. Like, I guess that's, I, I mean, this is my, my stupidness, but I, just feel like really, like, that's.
2: I think you're underestimating.
1: Uh, you're underestimating the like distrust of of other uh any what are they mostly like, what are they mostly like presbyterian like, what are they,
0: what? Yeah, not like, they're just they don't even believe they're not religious
2: no it's just like that it's just like it's just like generic like whatever you know palatable like
0: christian agnostic or Anglo- yeah. palatable agnostic. christianity that's the name of this episode palatable christianity <laughs>
1: that's it well anyway congratulations to your people i, I
0: well, heard he's in a lawsuit with the taco bell dog
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, did you just say that out loud, or
0: is no, that real? Kamala, Kamala Harris's husband, Doug, whatever his uh, last name is. Oh, he's a, he's a, lawyer, a lawyer, lawyer, and he's, he's a lawyer. he is okay. in some suit against the Taco but Bell that's Chihuahua. The, it's
1: not him, but it's not <laughs> him personally. He is representing. Okay, okay.
0: <laughs> Matt knows the know? facts, but we're not going to let him. We're not letting this pinata drop this week, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. It is not five o'clock. We're not We're done. Doing- We're not done. What are what are we drinking next week? Or next um, month? This is
1: going to be a, a misnumber, but I will just tell you both. We've I, I expect you both to make it happen. Bud Light. Next? No, God. Oh, we actually we don't do beer anymore. Um, no, next week maybe beer on the following week. Next week will be sake. Ooh.
2: That's creative. I like that. Good one, Matt. You gave that one some thought.
0: I you did didn't give that this a single means, second of thought. This... He's probably looking at some Chinese symbols. No, on no, wall. no, no, no. I did.
1: <laughs> no, this, because this, this like fortified wine cocktail was like a total. <laughs> now I'm like, <laughs> make your recommendation before you before, start drinking. Before you start drinking
2: whatever your recommendation was. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So now, now I realize. Um, sorry, Nate. Go ahead.
0: So next week we got Saki. Next week Emily will actually entertain us with what she's been queued up on. Not like Matt's, whatever that was yep. this week. Mm-hmm. Actually, now that's gonna make me sound like someone else who's. Yep. <laughs>
1: Damn it! Also, like the way she said, like Emily's actually gonna entertain us, like that. That Jesus Christ.
0: I'm just, I'm, the, I'm just trying to stir. i'm just trying to stir the she's in the bedroom she's chained up she i know. not pick up her phone i'm calling her right emily, now. emily send us off
2: all right babies remember what we always say believe in yourselves and never drink oh this is gonna rhyme i didn't mean for that to happen believe in yourselves and never drink cheap chardonnay
0: bye everyone love you love you love